This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello and welcome to Line Dance Podcast. What is your name? Candy Seeger. And what is your primary role in the line dance community? I am, I guess you would call me a choreographer of some sort, but I'm kind of a new one in the in the realm of line dance, but um, I've been a dancer for a long time, and uh, of oh, 25 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> what are some of your dances that we might recognize? Oh, I knew you'd throw... <laughs> well, I did Lit, mm. and that's the one with, uh, that I did with Trevor, mm-hmm. and um, Dance With You, which is one that I did with uh, Jamie Marshall. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And, um, Trying to think of some others that you would know that. Oh, um, Real Women Drink Beer was my first big one that I think is done in some of the bars. Yeah. Okay. You say you've been dancing for 25 years. How did you become introduced to the world of line dance? Oh, funny. My husband wanted to go out drinking with the guys, so he brought me along as a nice guy. <laughs> Take me to, he took me to one of the bars, and um, I don't drink, but they all do, and I was watching everybody dancing on the floor, and I said, well, I think I can do that, and I just got on the floor and started joining in, and I found I had a great time. So I started on the floor there, but I realized I needed to learn more, so I started taking some classes. Um, actually, in South Florida, they have um, classes at night schools and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it makes it easier because you get some nice basics out of it. And mm-hmm. I always tell people that are just starting, it's one of the best things you can do is get your basics. Mm-hmm. You can't always get the basics when you're in a bar mm-hmm. because the teachers there, depending on where you are, they, they sometimes have to rush. You have large groups that are in there. You have a variety of dancers from beginner to intermediate. So... Your uh, time crunch is very different in a bar than it is when you have a class. Mm-hmm. That makes it a little bit easier to take a class. Do you remember what some of those dances were that you were first introduced to? Oh. And are there any of them still around? Absolutely. But I'm trying to think now. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not attached. Oh, your microphone. Let me just adjust that slightly. We'll hold that steady. Megan and I are very excited. We recently received new microphones via Amazon. Oh, nice. Uh, very, yeah, I think it was just about a week ago. So hopefully the... Uh, oh, that's all right. Hopefully the, uh, the audio quality is... Um, a little bit. Yeah, ...is improved <laughs> from some of our previous, uh, previous episodes. All right, so you were saying about uh, dances. Oh, I'm trying to think some dances. Well, obviously we have the watermelon crawl. It was one of the big ones. Um, boy, you're catching me on the spot of <laughs> trying to think of what some of the good ones were that we started with. But, yeah, we still do quite... Um, oh, Christopher. <laughs> um, I can't think of the names of some of them, but... There, there are quite a few that we still do that we've done. I, if I could mm. think of a list, I would come up with them. Any a Joe quicker. Thompson uh, classics? Yes, come dance with me. Thank oh. you for helping me oh. out. <laughs> Throw a name out. Sometimes it, it connects mm. with me. Definitely, come dance with me is a real big one. Um, Dizzy. Mm. Um, uh, we do Rachel. A lot of Rachel's dances. Um, homegrown is is big. I know that's not one of the. Or, 
Oh, no, older that's ones, right. but Nathan Hale's cruising. Oh, yeah. We still do. I got to meet Nathan Hale a long time ago. I was so excited. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah I got to meet him in person someplace, and I'm going, oh, man, this is so cool because, yeah, one of the first dances you learn. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we even did that one in the ballroom tonight. Yeah, we did. It's great to see, like, the, the longevity of some mm-hmm. of them. Actually, I'm curious, as somebody who has been choreographing recently, what sort of factors go into a dance that becomes popular and stays popular? It becomes a classic. What are the, the traits of a successful dance? It's a very good question. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am not really sure. I think that the song has to be something that's un- really, it can be kind of a unique song, but it needs to be something that's popular across all generations Mm. which is a little bit tricky sometimes Mm. because even um, in competitions you'll see there's some great music but sometimes um, it can be uh, time specific to certain generations may carry and it may not it depends on um, I've noticed you can get take an old song, but if it's been a remake, sometimes it works. Mm. So it just uh, kind of depends. I know I found a piece um, this past year was for an old tune, and it was a remake, and it seemed to be more upbeat, and it was kind of fun to use. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you can find things like that. But uh, it's a very good question because sometimes I think you don't even know when you find the right music. Mm-hmm. until some people start using it and start dancing it. You don't always know. What is your choreographic process? What makes <laughs> a dance that you enjoy doing after you've created it? And who have your influences been in, in uh, starting to choreograph? I just, for me, I listen to music, and I, if I like the tune, it's got to be, I tend to like fun, upbeat, happy things so I try to do I also don't I like funky kind of stuff so but I like country so I don't I really like more like the funky country like I started with Big and Rich though that was my first group that I started really choreographing with and um, from there I've just kind of it's just got to be an unusual tune let me see um, the last one that I did I really like the song is Thousand Horses mm. by a Thousand Horses that was the one I did and uh, it's just a fun tune you want to just move to it you know so I'm not really sure if that's answering your question but well, I'm curious uh, do you do you just sort of dance through it and then write down what you did, or do you do all the, the technical oh, tallies and I always, phrasing? I do chart it out first. Mm. I do listen to it and see if, it, if I want to move to it, but I do chart it out first for me, yes, mm. because I want to see how it's going to fit first. And then I, because, yeah, you have to decide, is this going to be a beginner? Is this going to be an intermediate? Yeah, there's a whole lot of process. And sometimes you change your mind, too. Mm. Yeah, sometimes you can take a, a dance and make it, um, it's interesting if you want to, we see a lot of choreography, some people make it a straight dance, some make it phrased. Mm. It's real interesting to see how different people interpret songs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I do like to tally it out first, so yes. Do you feel like you have a strength in one of the levels uh, more so than the others, like beginner or yeah. uh, intermediate? Phrase? I tend to be more of a beginner improver type person, mm. I think. At this point in time, I am trying to expand out to a little bit more. And then sometimes I catch myself really being more complex than I want to be. Like, mm. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll catch myself putting too much into a dance and I have to tone it down because it's just, it, it can be overwhelming a little bit sometimes. Mm. Sometimes you'll, you just get a little bit crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to edit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can be such a fine line uh, finding <laughs> out uh, what, what is like the limit to what uh, a beginner will attempt in a single dance because you'll yeah. want that one thing that challenges them mm-hmm. too many things and then mm-hmm. it's just you know, beyond, beyond what they want to attempt. And, and then when you're talking about choreography rules, mm-hmm. depending on what um, uh, competition you're in, like USLDCC has certain rules and UCWDC has different rules. And depending on the rules, it makes a difference on um, how you choose to write a dance. Mm-hmm. Because it's interesting when you look up like what's called a beginner dance online, some people call a beginner dance something that has like uh, a one and a half turn and that's not really in my opinion a beginner dance you know something that would be in a beginner dance and so it's just interesting to try to determine what really constitutes beginner mm-hmm. and there are certain people that give you uh, good specifics such as John Robinson I've taken his classes and he gives you a good idea of what he considers a beginner what might that include? And to also expand on that, what other sorts of feedback have you heard, let's say, on, on your dances, like advice from the pros, mm-hmm. the wisdom of the uh, the experience? Some of the things, like from John, has, have been, um, he suggests, um, if you're going to do beginner, it should be a two-wall dance. Mm-hmm. And, it, which is interesting, yeah. And mm-hmm. that doesn't always, I mean, it's not the rule rule, but it's a suggestion, you know. And, um, I mean, you can make it a four-wall dance, but then it has to be really simple. And um, some of the feedback, let me think. Um, well, getting back to other beginner things, you don't want to make it usually more than 32 counts. However, I did make 164, mm. but it had a lot of repeats in it. So when you do that, um, you can sometimes get away with it, but it has to be really simple. Mm-hmm. And then, um, let's see, there's, there's a few other things, but at the moment I, I'm not thinking of them. That's all right. <laughs> um, some of the feedback on some of mine. You know, I would say... Uh, it's interesting, the feedback is always pretty specific to what you've written and your dance, but um, one of the things I noticed on, that I found helpful one time was just music choice. Mm. I thought I had picked something that was a good song and it turned out that um, it was thought of as not memorable. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. And so, but you know what? Different judges might have thought differently. So, is you have a, a certain group of judges that will judge you one way and if it went to a different panel of judges it might be thought of as differently so everything is very um, it's kind of a very subjective thing definitely what has your your competition journey been like it's been wonderful for me because I I know that I started with just from the start I just decided oh, I'm gonna try and just do a dance mm-hmm. and um, I had a, a local instructor that I showed it to, and she decided that she would 
teach it. And it was the encouragement that I needed to say, oh, maybe I can actually do this, you know. So she taught it, and then I decided to put it into competition. And, um, and it, did, it got a placement, so I thought that was just really something that kind of encouraged me to try something else. So that was the start of my journey, and then after that, you, um, you try different things, and then you start learning that, you know, you need to try. You, well, I would take a few little classes at some of these workshops. We come to the events, and they have little workshops that you can go to, and every little piece of information is an, another little notch to help you with. And I think that it's really crucial mm-hmm. to get all of those little little pieces and you have to put the puzzle together hmm. and the puzzle is always different and it, ch- it, it will change and um, I also believe that sometimes you might have a great dance but it just may not be the right one for that competition you know mm. or for that population there are dances that can go out like you might write specifically for a certain group of people and it will go for a certain you know there's different age groups and different um, music preferences by certain people so nothing's wrong nothing's right mm. all the time you know? <laughs> it's just kind of I think that there's it's such an open opportunity for a lot of people mm. that's what makes it kind of cool but I've learned an awful lot it's been quite a growth experience and I have so much more to learn mm. I know that you know you never stop learning especially with these we have such an advantage with all these wonderful choreographers that we have in this group mm-hmm. we've been so fortunate I mean we've got like the best that come Mm-hmm. to these events. We are very fortunate to have the events that we have, you know. I mean, I've the USLDCC with um, Jen Cameron and Scott Blevins and uh, Will Craig, I mean, they've just given us some great instructors that come. And then there's other events as well, of course, in the country that give us some fantastic people over here. It's just, I love taking the classes, because even taking a class, you learn you learn so much from, you know, so I, I remember somebody who was new came, was was saying how bored they were because someone was just kept talking and it's like, you're just not listening. You, they don't know what to listen to because it's overwhelming probably to them, but it's like, you know, those of us that are taking a class, it's like that one little piece, that one little nugget that you can get out of a class, you know, a styling tip <laughs> or, you know, how to how to um, approach a certain step or why the flow goes this way, why things happen, Hmm. the mechanics. But you have to know what you're listening for. In addition to John, are there choreographers that you would recommend for those little extra bits? Jamie Marshall. Hmm. She's incredible. Anybody that's starting out, take her five, five for five. And every time you take the class, she'll tell you, all these little details about what a step is and how to, you know, how to do the step properly. And, you know, she gives you all these little details. It's really interesting. Yes. Hmm. Rachel. Hmm. Oh, my gosh. Just, Rachel just always gives you 
such great styling. You know, they, she'll always explain, well, this is how I want you, you know, how I think, I mean, how to interpret it. You know, this is, I mean, and if you can't do it, it's fine. But this is, you know, you kind of want to emulate how she wants you to do it, if you can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I know Jill Thompson is amazing. I we've, We're very lucky that she was able to come this time, but she does, when she gives you a class, she does it slowly enough that you can actually, even if it's a difficult step or a group of steps, you can get them because she does it slowly enough and tells you exactly how to do it so that you can actually get it, you know. It's really cool. I just think it's, they're just wonderful. I know I'm missing some people, so I don't want to, I feel bad if I'm missing out on some people, but those are some that I think about that always I like to take their classes, yeah. Do you see yourself teaching at events in the future, or is that something that you would like to do? Of course. Hmm. (laughs) I don't know if it's a possibility, but that would be awesome. Hmm. Well, if you keep competing, I'm sure, you know. Well, it is what it is, you know, I don't. That's right. I just keep wanting to move on the path, and I just want to enjoy the dance. That's that's what it's about. I love line dancing, and I want other people to love it too. Mm-hmm. You know, and I want, I really want younger people to enjoy it. I don't mm-hmm. want it to die. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that a lot of people think line dancing is all about just country. And even though that is my roots, and I love country, I I don't want them to think um, that that's all there is to it you know there's so many other genres of music that people can can do dances to Mm -hmm. and people I'll say I'll actually ask people I say do you like um, music other than country and they'll say yes I'll say well what do you like and they'll tell me I say well we have a dance for that (laughs) you know you do it's like yes there's just so much out there you have no idea Mm. line dance is not it's it's about so many different songs so so many different kinds of music so I just think it's pretty cool that uh, that leads me to a question I I like to ask folks regarding the whole line dance community millions and billions of us throughout the line dance universe if there were some message that you could put out to all of them something that they would all be able to see on a virtual billboard or, or hear in their sleep let's say, something that they would all be exposed to, maybe it's something to think about, think differently about, or maybe something to try, something to do. What would you want to put out there for, for them to be exposed to? You really stumped me. Got me thinking. Oh, my goodness. I, I guess I just want to say, you know, there are a lot of people that say they can't do it. I mm. guess that's what it comes to. Um, I do teach beginners a lot and a lot of times they'll just say I can't do it and I will look at them and say you can and you will because you just have to give it time and I can take anybody through it and I can get anybody to dance as long as they will put their trust in me and realize that it just it's a process and they just have to take their time with it you know and it was really funny with my group that I had last year because they would do that to me all the time. They say, "Oh, I can't," and I just by the end of the year, it was like I would just give them this look, like, and you'll just 
try this and they'll they would finally stop and yes you can do anything if you just give it the time and and try you know you can break things down into much smaller pieces and once you do that you can make anything work it's just you have to I guess the old saying is never say can't mm. you know but I don't think that's terribly prolific <laughs> <laughs> but it is yeah I like that I'm curious whether uh, Megan, who is sitting right next to us, whether Megan has any questions of her own for you. Basically, because you've been doing this for a little while now, I am curious if you get nervous before going on, and if you do, what are some of your coping mechanisms to go out there and look like you know exactly what you're doing and be as cool as a cucumber? You're so funny. I used to get terrified. See, you guys didn't see me two years ago. I think I looked like I was staring at a ghost. I was absolutely terrified when I got out there. And when I look at some of my first videos, I really looked like I was just this scared little mouse. I mean, it was it was terrible. Um, it takes a little time. I and I'm not. A, I'm actually a very shy person and don't like to be observed. I mean, I would rather crawl into a hole. And for some reason, with dance, it's a completely different thing. It's very strange. I, I can't even explain it because you can't get me to get in front of people to do anything. But if it's line dance, I'll go out and dance. <laughs> it's very bizarre. So no, I was very terrified when I first started and. Um, Part of it was just getting used to it and doing it over and over again. So putting myself out there. And um, part of it was realizing I just want to have fun with it. And so I've really gotten to the point where I do really, if I have a dance that I've practiced and I've practiced it enough for me, I try to, I'm just having fun out there now. And so it's made a little bit of a difference. I still tend to have a little bit of a, I do get nervous, obviously, and um, I think uh, I just try to take a deep breath and go out there and just say, I'm going to have fun. I just try to make a, a different mindset of it. But it's not always easy, but I think it's just one of those things you really do start to get used to it, maybe. Your performance anxiety starts to get a little bit, it changes as you do it more often. Maybe that's what it comes down to. I do know that um, it's definitely changed. I mean, I'm trying to make it fun now, and it wasn't fun when I started. <laughs> it was terrifying when I started. So, you guys, you guys have fun with it all the time. Yes. You too. You know how to have fun. I didn't think. I, I don't think I knew how to do that. So I'm starting to learn to do that. I mean, I, I'm. I'm not as young as you guys. This is I'm a, I'm a totally different generation starting to do this. It's kind of cool. Hmm. It's like, you know, something that I started a lot later than I wish I had. Hmm. I wish I had done this a lot earlier in my life, but I'm enjoying it now. Hmm. Yeah, we've seen some very young folks, <laughs> and I think all of us have been envious of, uh, of how early they're getting to enjoy this because we came at it in our, what, Late 20s. Late 20s, definitely. Like the, the event scene here. Uh, I went to my first major event two years ago. Megan's was last year. You're so lucky you're starting now. <laughs> yeah. 
better late and than And yet we still wish we started younger. Mm-hmm. I understand. Like in the womb, like <laughs> I Madison. understand. Yeah, it would have been cool to have a head start. Uh, uh, cool to have a head start like Madison, you know, dancing since I was in the womb. That would have been a really cool idea. <laughs> you guys are doing great. You have, you're, you're in it right when it's a good time, mm-hmm. you know? Well, the one thing that's cool about line dance is you, at least, I, I, I mean, you can have the experience of dance, but you don't have to have the experience of dance to start. You know, you can start from not, not having a dance background, mm-hmm. because that's. I mean, I'm, I wish I'd had a dance background, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. So I was able to be able to able to start this from what nothing and learning the whole time I just kind of wish I had the dance background to look better you know mm. there's there's a big difference when you have some of that background yeah I, I wish I had the background as well yeah <laughs> but you know I, we work on it right mm-hmm. yeah and you get it and so that's where some of the styling and you take you know that's the other thing that um you can take privates from some of the experts and they give you a lot of good technique and tips yes um we've been fortunate so far i've taken one from john robinson and we've taken one from roy verdonk um, oh wow that was That's amazing awesome. oh my god yes. talk about information yes um have you done any privates and if so who have you have. worked with i took one from rachel nice yes and um i took uh, i took one from jen cameron fun mm-hmm. i didn't know she offered them mm-hmm. i'll have to chat with her about that i'm lucky because she's local <laughs> <laughs> True. I am lucky that way. Yes, she definitely does. Mm-hmm. So, any any additional? I'd like questions to take some from oh. other people. But oh, like whom? Well, I'd love to take one. I'd like to take them from a few people. I'd like to take one from John, from Joe, and I mean, there's there's quite a few people I'd like to take them from. It's just there's also the matter of finances and everything else that goes with it. So. Whether they're in your area and yeah. timing, yeah, yeah the, a whole lot of things, yeah. Or even knowing what to ask them. That can mm-hmm. be tricky. Being prepared with like the, the questions that'll really hit what you need uh, work yeah. on as an individual. Yeah, well, um, for me, it's easy. It's like, hey, help me. <laughs> right, that was... That's, for me, it's like, just watch me dance and tell me what I need to That's fix. how I did it with John. He yeah. had me dance dizzy, and he said, let's yeah. figure... Because he's like, well, what do you want to work on? I was like, whatever I need to. That's right. I don't know what that's I do right. wrong. That's right. That's right. So. And I know, I know. For me, especially, I... I never know what to do with my arms, so it's a biggie. You know, there's certain things that we we know that we have certain areas that are a little bit, uh, or I'm more self-conscious about anyway, but. Yeah, Yeah, that's one that I think that I asked Roy Verdonk about because I used to have, and I've seen this in in videos that uh, Megan has (laughs) filmed from back when we we had a country bar in our area. My, My right arm would just hang by my belt, like stiff, like I couldn't move it. And my left arm would be doing all these fun things and gesturing, and my right arm would just... Isn't it funny? Spasm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just, it's, you know, we, yeah. And then you watch them with their beautiful flow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I watch people and I go, how is it it works for them and I just can't, and you, you know that you're just all tensed up and mm. stuff, yeah. It's... It is what it is. I mean, we keep working on it. Yeah. It gets harder, though, mm-hmm. sometimes. If folks had uh, follow-up questions for you, if they had um, something that they would like more information on 
regarding your choreography or, or your teaching, mm -hmm. how would they best get in contact with you? Probably my email. Mm. Yeah. Which is, um, I usually have it listed on my step sheets. Mm. And, and what might that address be? It's um, candyseeger at comcast.net. And how do you spell candy? Yes, C-A-N-D-E-E-S-E-G-E-R. -E -E hmm. mm -hmm. And that's at Com Comcast. Comcast.net. Okay, okay. Yes. All right. Well, yeah. I know I certainly have one final question for you. Does Megan have anything? In a, all right. Well, I am curious. What dance would you recommend everyone go learn right now? Oh, gosh. Right, isn't that evil? He asks everybody oh, that. that's horrible. <laughs> could be a classic that you would like to see brought back. Uh, it could be something that you've seen your students enjoy and uh, you would like more people so to enjoy unfair. it. So unfair. And you can name your top <laughs> 17, let's say, if you like. Oh, I have no idea. What? Are there any dances that just come to mind? Right, yeah. Even just a couple of them. Yeah, go ahead and pull that one on me. Um, <laughs> oh, see, what happens when you do that is I start thinking of like one of the last ones that I enjoyed dancing, and that's not fair. Um, I honestly, at the moment, I'm drawing a complete blank. <laughs> Can I tell you later? <laughs> I suppose that would be all right. I'm, I'm also curious. Um, I guess, you know, what, one that might count uh, would be, of the classics that you mentioned from earlier, uh, the ones that were taught 25 years ago uh, and are still being done to this day, are there any that you think are just going to keep sticking around because they, they have that special something to them that makes people fall in love with them? Well, I do think those... I think all of those seem to be staying around. You know, I do think Come Dance With Me is going to be there for a really long time. And definitely, de oh, um, uh, the one we did, Jamie's Tonight. Um, Backstreet Attitude. Yeah, Backstreet Attitude is great. Um, there's one... Uh, That's all right. At five twenty-two a.m., I would be Thank surprised if I could that. find my own address. <laughs> I can't think of the name. Uh, you know, it's just—it's not rolling off my tongue at the moment. But there's a couple of them we dance all the time that I really—I just can't think of the name. Of that. Um, right. so I guess sorry. I can kind of add to that. What's one of your favorites of this weekend? Oh, that was taught this weekend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And once again, if I had the schedule, I could maybe tell you the name. Because it just so um, happens. Good, because <laughs> the, just words are not That's helping right. me today. with the 5.20 in the morning. You're right. Yeah, and mine. I left my schedule in my room. I think I packed it already. All right. Bright neon green. There's the Saturday-Sunday page. And in equally bright neon green, we have... Friday and Thursday. And Thursday was just open dance. Oh, yeah, there was. Um, can I name Oh, my goodness. One? I think I, I just bonked my recorder. You know which one? Well, I hate to say just one. Oh, you can well, name you as can many name as, as it. Uh, okay. So I really enjoyed my reason. 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I love sentimental. Mm-hmm. Um, sentiment. That's one of her older ones, yes. right? That yes. she was able to bring back. Yes. Oh, and uh, we have we good have passing guests good on the podcast: <laughs> Joey Warren and Dustin Betts. Have a good night. We'll see you in the morning or at some point. All right, and, and we that sentimental to... was by Rachel. Yes. Definitely by Rachel. Beautiful, wonderful is beautiful. Mm. I, I really like that one. Well, there's a couple that there's, we can recommend at least. Yeah. There's. I know there's so many. There's so many. I mean, I really could almost name all of these. And well, I liked. Um, I liked Omama Hey. Oh yeah. That was really fun. Well, uh, somebody who likes funky dances. There you go, <laughs> Joe and Guyton. What can I say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also liked. Um, I also liked How Did You Love, mm. and I love, and I like Hot Damn. Mm. So there's some Trevor and some Scott in there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Rachel co-choreographing yeah. with Scott on Hot yeah, Damn. Yeah, yeah. Mm. All right, well. That's too many for me to be, I, I mean, oh, I can sit fine. there and keep naming them, though. Oh, yeah, we oh. can. That's we the sad you know, part. List them all. Every Definitely. Room, every dance. Mm-hmm. No, it's terrible. That's my problem is doing, and then on any given day with my mood, there could be others. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for for giving so much of your time to us here. Thank at you so Lion much Dance for Podcast. asking me. This was oh, a pleasure. Well, I, I, until I guess uh, tomorrow, we you mm-hmm. know, we'll see you at somewhere out there on the dance Hopefully floor. Hopefully on the dance floor. Yes. yes.